With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah. I love my HBCU. And boy, boy, I love it, love it. Yeah. I love it, love it. Yeah. I love my HBCU. And man, yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. Man, I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I tune into the HBCU Sports Lab to see if my team won a loss. If they lost, I'm quiet as a mouse. But if they won, keep tab. Uh, I'ma do the dab, yeah. Dr. Cavill, yeah. he know what he be talking about. Talkin Mike about. and Charles, Talk. they know what they be talking about. Talkin they compress the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot, yeah. And who the ball, who the ball. So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes, and pay attention, boy. cause he gon' teach a lesson. Yes. This is Dr. Cavill with Inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Mike is still on the road. Charles is in the house, or on the house. Or he just has house money right now, I guess. <laughs> it, must, it must be nice. Uh, as we get into it, y'all should have heard some of the back stories in the back scene talking about these past trips in terms of black Atlanta Freak Nick, Philip, Daytona Beach. Oh, my God. These folks here, these stories they're telling you, you just don't know. Well, let me get into it. Welcome to episode 195 of Inside the HBC Sports Live Radio show and podcast, the show that's covering the sporting HBCU dash for all things HBCU sports institution, large and small, from NAIA to the NCAA. We share institutions and information on the HBCU sports culture. HBCU Athletic Aesthetics to facilitate the story of HBCU athletic programs and the business of HBCU sports. I'm your host, Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, along with my co-host, Mike Washington and Charles Bishop, filming from our home studios and sending a signal live to KCH 1230 AM studios with the Texas Radio Hall of Famer, Ralph Cooper, in the beautiful home of Texas Southern University from Houston, Texas. Today's episode of Inside HBCU Sports Lab is sponsored by THG Agency, THC Agency is a company that provides sporting and educational consulting and data analytics. I see all the lab listeners out here getting it in. G Boom Holly ready for his road trip to Baton Rouge. Oh, he's trying to make some trouble. I see what's going on oh, here. Here we go. Ask Charles, how are you doing today? I'm doing tremendous, Dr. Camille. Another weekend down. Uh, another great weekend to be a Jackson State Tiger. So. <laughs> Oh, I guess you're planning your trip to Baton Rouge as well. Boy, I tell you. Let me <laughs> shout out. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Man, I'm doing just great. I made it up to see the, the Jackson State homecoming. Tremendous atmosphere. Tremendous environment. I have to tip my hat off, man. Have to, I have to give the love where it is due. They earned it on so many different levels. I'm sure we'll talk about that. I can't talk about it enough. Had a great time. So I'm looking forward to my next 
not only HBCU, but tailgating experiences coming up. Man, let me shout out to some of these milestone followers, Jerome G. Shutton. We got Alan Burns anniversary followers on here. Chuck Hunt, none other than Lonnie Shaw. The Aggies is in the lab. Go ahead, big time Aggies. G-Boom Holly is an anniversary for Fred Witt with the Winston-Salem State HBCU here at the center. We must tell our own stories. That's right. Uh, Dwight Moore as a top fan, number one man. Oh, my goodness. They fans big time. Ricky Burton in here. William E. Davis, strike, strike, strike again. I see Don Johnson, Lonnie Shaw, as we said. Man, let's get in here and get into it. Let me drop it with Charles Bishop, and then I'm going to Mike to see what some of the news of the day is going on right now. Yeah, well, let's start off in, of all places, New York, New York. HBC football is headed to the Big Apple uh, featuring old rivals. As uh, we take a look at it, Sports 1105 presents the HBCU New York Football Classic, a collegiate football game featuring Howard and Morehouse College. The game will be held annually starting September 2022 at MetLife Stadium. The new sports tradition kicks off Howard and Morehouse College renewing their historic rivalry between two premier institutions. Richard Heritage and tradition on and off the field. The inaugural game is on September 17, 2022. It'll be a 3 p.m. kick, Dr. Camille. I like it, man. That is big time. I'm not going to lie. You get to go to New York play a football game Young men, that's that's pretty big time. As we'll get in that, we do have a matchup. Ricky Burton says PVSU game is huge this weekend. Game of the week. <laughs> what they say? Do you think? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Not even hey, the understatement. We talking talk about a couple of data points. Yeah, you ain't lying. How you doing, Mike? What's going on? Oh man, it's all good. Um, I mentioned uh, Jackson State, so. We were, you know, we can, we normally start off with the weekly honors, but I couldn't overlook the fact that Jackson State makes a big, big leap in the FCS poll. They went from number <clears throat> 25 to number 20, not only with their sold out crowd of more than 53,000. Yes, Holly, it was an actual 53,000 <laughs> fans in the stadium. All right. I'm, I can't say it enough. I was there. Uh, but with its 27, 28 to 7 win over uh, Alabama State, they made a leap in the uh, American Football Coaches Association poll. So I got that tweet across. Uh, also, HBCU Game Day carried it on their website and as well as HBCU Sports. It was on a couple of, uh, of uh, Twitter sites as well. That big leap, five points in the poll. So hats off to JSU, not only on jumping up in the polls, but the performance, but a terrific Homecoming weekend. Yeah, I agree with you. That's big time. He stole it from you, Charles. He wanted to get that out pretty fast. He hey, to, you know. He's he pretty was, excited about Jack State, too, right now. It was an epic weekend. You know, you had the 50th anniversary of, of the Sonic Boom and, and the J-Sets, and you brought oh, back wow. uh, uh, the J-Sets from the, the early years. I, it was a tremendous uh, weekend, and I was glad Mike was there to experience it all, and he could provide it to G Boom Holly with all that hate. So definitely, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, y'all give a good shout out to G Boom Holly. Even my, and, and, my son Deuce got into it. He's watching it and put on. He say, "See, it says alumni. Tell him, Mom, this alumni." Oh, <laughs> and, I say, man, and just, and, and just so you know, I'm not biased. We have a residential expert on 1876 sports and culture, Shanetta Haskell. <laughs> that halftime show had to have been one of the best halftime shows I've ever 
and seen. I hands down. I don't know if you choreographed it. I don't know who produced it, but that halftime show was par excellence. Game day experience. Ah. So I, I know PV. We got to get together, bro. I'm, I'm kind of looking at PV like like Dr. Lee. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Roderick's in here. He messing with the titles. Should the titles read Dean? Kenyatta Cavill, Professor Mike, and Professor Charles. That's right. Tell them. Uh, with that, Charles, what news do you have of the day? What's going on with you? Yeah, let's shift gears a little bit as uh, uh, the uh, basketball preseason uh, poll came out today. And Texas Southern is predicted to finish first in the SWAT men's basketball standing. So uh, let's go to that. Texas Southern under direction for your head coach, Johnny Jones, has been selected to finish first in 2021-2022 SWAT men's basketball preseason poll. The preseason poll was voted upon by league head coaches and sports information director. So we'll take a look at this poll and we'll go from 12 to 1. Mississippi Valley comes in at 12. UAPB 11. Bethune Cookman 10. Alabama AM 9. Bama State 8. Alcorn 7. Florida AM comes in at 6. Southern at 5. Grambling at four, Jackson State at three, Prairie View at number two, and Texas Southern was voted number one. Where was FAMU? FAMU was number six. Where was Bethune Cookman? Bethune Cookman is number 10. Ooh, on the men's side, boy, they taking it hard. Where did you say Jack State was? Number three. Number three. Oh, yeah, the top three finishes last year right back at it. Makes some sense yeah. there. I can see it. They are loaded in a lot of ways. A lot of people coming back. A lot of newcomers should be interested in basketball. It's hard to believe. It's already time to get some basketball in there. As you talk about that Thursday, MEAC has their media day for their basketball coaches. So uh, it is time to see the hardwood start to bounce on. I mean, the ball start to bounce on the hardwood, they say. Let me go back to you, Mike. What are some other things that you hear going around in terms of HBCU scene that you want to share? Hit your mute button, Mike. Yeah, I'm sorry you know about the, that, folks. Folks, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm folks in the side, man. They want to hear what you're saying. They the, I'm, say, in a, I'm in a hotel. They think it's me. Side. They think I put the. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they think, man. Unmute Mike. Let it. Let's Mike. <laughs> so Swack Swack announces it, it's uh, Week Seven football honors. Big ups to Kobe Dillon who broke the Southern. University single-game rushing record on Saturday. 14 carries, 267 yards, and three touchdowns. So, yeah, big ups to him. Uh, yeah, I know there's some Prairie fans out there hoping that he got it all out of his system. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know P, P, PV is like, yeah, we, 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 need to, we need to keep an eye on that. So his longest run of the day came during the opening drive in the third quarter when he went up the middle for a 75-yard touchdown. So, uh, also defensive recognized. Um, who was it? Uh, <clears throat> Chase Foster. Chase led the Jaguars defense with three interceptions for 36 yards, four tackles. His performance also broke Southern's single-game interception record. Luke Jackson, along with uh, Jackson all State. Over the yeah. Yeah. Along with Jackson State's Keith Corbin the third. So uh, Jackson went perfect on the day, successfully converting 44 and 24-yard field goals. And newcomer, Corbin, who's out of H-Town, finished with 113 yards on one touchdown during a 28-7 Jackson State win over 
And I will say, this kid Corbin is a beast. Get him the ball if you're Jackson State. So those are your, those are your weekly honors for the swag. Nice job. When you say that, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what goes on this weekend with those type of numbers out there. Charles, what do you have up there? Yeah, well, let's take a look at the BAC honors. Uh, we, we got the swag in. Uh, South Carolina State quarterback Corey Fields, he was named the BAC uh, Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, you also had uh, South Carolina State defensive lineman Patrick Godbolt. He was the Defensive Player of the Week. Norfolk State's Kobe Bird was the Offensive Lineman of the Week. And the Specialist of the Week was Zafir Kelly, also from South Carolina State. Let's take a look at Corey Fields from South Carolina State. He threw return of 58 yards and three touchdowns in the Bulldogs 37-14 Homecoming win over Morgan State, including a big 54-yard strike to Shaq Davis. Uh, you also had Godbo, 6'3", 235 in Blackwood, South Carolina. Racked up three tackles for a loss, two quarterback hurries against Morgan State, while also uh, forcing and recovering a fumble. And then our uh, specialist, Kelly, he returned a block field goal, 90 yards for a touchdown in the second quarter of the Bulldogs win over Morgan State. So those were your specialists and, and your offensive and defensive players of the week in the MEAC. Man, with some of these Texas kids coming out over the last couple of weeks, I'm going to have to bring back my big Ben helmet sticker. Hmm. Players getting it done. Shout out to big Ben. You know how we do it. Yeah, got his picture back there. 1920s, toting the rock. Big Ben, senior. With that being said, let me ask you just your general thoughts in terms of what's been going on in the landscape, all these homecomings. And I would be remiss if I just didn't say condolences to multiple schools um, with individuals getting shot that are attached to the schools in different ways. Uh, Jackson State, Grambling, and then um, even here in some other institutions outside of that, uh, that I have not really confirmed and dig into it, but um, condolences to the institutions, the families. Um, and so we got to find a way to do better. Um, shout out to Coach Prime, you know, getting the chance mm. to put a light, light on it. You know, it seems maybe awkward in some ways, but it's certainly most appropriate in any time that you can at least try to make a difference in that. Uh, as we just continue to see um, tragedy at alarming rate at your neighborhoods and, and different things of that nature, really sad. What do you want to add there, Charles? Yeah, I mean, um, the proliferation of senseless violence. I mean, uh, uh, you had uh, several incidents at, uh, you know, three or four different schools this past weekend. It was sad to see, really sad to see. And, uh, and uh, I was in the post-game press conference where uh, Coach Prime led off the pe uh, press conference talking about uh, the need to stop the violence. Uh, and it was appropriate, to be very honest with you. I didn't recognize it at the time, but, uh, you know, later on that night, as you started hearing about some of the things that happened, it actually was um, uh, quite an appropriate start to the post-game press conference. No doubt about it. We'll come back and get on a brighter note, but certainly wanted to share that before we got too far in the show. Let's take our first break. As we come back, we'll get into the poll rankings, see if there are any changes. Get into some of these matchups. Second half of the show, we will get into that Prairie View Southern matchup. It's a top 10 matchup. We'll have some other mid-major top 10 matchups too. Big, another big weekend. It just seems like it just keeps trugging along. And every time we think we might get a break, we get another big matchup. We're shifting, it seems, from a lot of action in the 
uh, Eastern Division of the SWAC. Now we're slowly shifting over to some big action in the Western Division of the SWAC. So we'll see what that looks like. We'll be right back after this quick break into the first quarter. Dr. Bill's inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Bounty versus the old family dish towel. Drying with a fresh sheet of Bounty leaves your hands cleaner than a used dish towel that can carry and redistribute food residue. So ditch the dish towel for better hand hygiene. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Let's get back to strolling instead of scrolling. Before we can safely come together, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your family. Support the Black College Sports Network so we can continue to provide you coverage. Go to myjbn.com slash support and be a part of the Black College Sports This is Dr. Bill with Inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Watson, Charles Bishop. Shout out to Lonnie Shaw. I guess he wanted to go ahead and get that ugly monkey off the back. I thought that Haggis didn't want to talk about it. I was going to leave him alone, but he, he puts it out there. You know the Aggies lost against number 16-ranked Kennesaw State, but we good. Yeah, Aggies are good. I hate to see them lose there, but it's a lot of folks, based on the noise, a lot of Aggies were talking that are gleeful in that loss. I guess it goes with the spoils. When you high, 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 people celebrate you, but when you hit your lows, they want to punch you too. But let's get into poll rankings. We will see how that loss affected Aggies in my rankings in terms of the power pole rankings. We'll see what that means. But let's start with the mid-major. Show them some love as we get into this a little bit. Um, dropping out of the poll this week is Benedict Tigers 3-4, and 0-3 and in conference race, still getting some big wins, but not doing that much in that vaunted SIAC Eastern Division. Bluefield State had a crushing loss as they were winning uh, and couldn't hold on near the end of the game, so they fall to 3-2, and two, dropping them out of the poll. So what are our top ten? Teams, let's stop, start with number 10. We have the Lane Dragons out of the SIC, 4-3, and 1-2 and two overall. They drop three spots as they get it going. At number 9, you have Fort Valley State Wildcats, 4-3, uh, upset to Morehouse doing homecoming. Surprise, didn't see that coming. They drop also three spots to number, with 17 points. At number 8, you have the Virginia Union Panthers, 4-3, and 3-1, three, three and 20 points. They were not ranked, and they jumped in the poll with treats, a top-10 matchup this week. We'll get a chance to talk a little bit about that uh, as well in the second half of the show. But at number seven, we have Kentucky State Thoroughbreds, 4-3, 2-1, 39 points. They were not ranked. They got a big uh, win as they continue to get it going on, which sets up a big matchup between them and Miles when you talk about some of these matchups. Closing out on the number six, the final team in the bottom five rankings there, let's get in as we talk about it. We have Shaw Bears. Uh, four and three, three and one, 51 points, uh, previous to rank eight. So they move up two spots after a big win. Let's get into the top five teams now. This is where it goes down. Not really. The top five teams are the very same teams. They've solidified this and just will not move one way or the other. Everybody just keeps winning. It'll be nice when we get some of those head, the head matchups. Oh, not so fast. We will get that this weekend. Let me start with this, though. At number five, Fayetteville State Broncos. 
Coach five and one, four and zero, oh, sixty five points. At number four, you have Albany State Golden Rams six and one, three and zero, oh, seventy six points. Number three is Savannah State Tigers six and one, four and zero, oh, seventy nine points. We will get a top five matchup with three versus four. It'll be fascinating as we get a chance to break that down. And number two, Louis State Bulldogs six and one, four and zero, oh, four first place votes, eighty two points. They set up that matchup with Virginia Union. As much as they dominate, this win becomes big. They go on the road. Richmond got them a couple of years ago in terms of Virginia Union in Richmond. So it'll be fascinating. The winner of this controls the Northern Division. You think that's impossible about how well Bowie State Bulldogs have played, but that's not the case when you had a major upset in some people's eyes. Virginia took down then the number 25 team in the country, Shawan, to set up this matchup with Bowie State. But number one, Langston Lions get it done. Big win as they took on a formidable foe, 6-0, 5-0, six first place votes, 93 points. That does it for the mid-major ranking. Let me go to you, Charles. What are your think, thoughts on the mid-major football poll rankings for Dr. Mid? The, the one score that jumped out all weekend for me was Morehouse coming in, 1-5, and, and whooping Fort Valley, 50. They got a 50-piece point on I, I, you know, I, I mean, Fort Valley hadn't given up a uh, hundred yard rusher uh, all season and Morehouse comes in and rushes for over 200 yards. That score just jumped out at me. So yeah, I, I almost kicked them all the way out the rankings on that. When you get a 50 piece and, you know, anytime bring folks bringing out hot mustard and sweet and sour on you, that, that ain't what you want. So, so yeah, that was, uh, that was big. And then shout out to Lincoln, um, uh, Lincoln of Pennsylvania. They got their first win since 2018. Uh, win over Elizabeth City State. So, great call. Yeah, they dropped pretty far, but I can see how some people want to drop them out. But not a lot of teams getting that action. You got Miles College uh, doing their thing, looking at they're going to take that next step. They're they're sneaking in the bottom down there a little bit. Tuskegee is trying to find a way to really head Morehouse. You know, they won two straight, but it'll be interesting getting a couple of more. You might see some things change. We'll see how that goes. Six straight week for Langston Lions. Mike, let me go to you and see your thoughts on the top mm. 10 poll ranking and HBCU <clears throat> huddle report. Yeah, my jaw dropped at that Morehouse score. I was like, 50 points? Yeah. Like that? I was like, 50? Man, <laughs> good Lord. They, Didn't I see think, that. I think they running back, still running. I'm <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, no, nothing wrong with your poll. I, <clears throat> I think Langston's win. Uh, they solidified it. They they beat a tough team. We said that was going to be the tough team on their schedule. Um, I I've been critical of saying they had some. I don't want to say powder puffs, but they they had some victories they should have had this past weekend. They did the thing and they did it convincingly. So I have no issue with that. I do think Savannah State is probably, arguably, you could argue that they're number one. But other than that, no issues with the poll. <laughs> no, good deal. Let's get into this mid-major. Before we do this, though, shout out to uh, Alan Malone. He says he's here. He also has his basketball season here yet with a laugh. Uh, not going his way football season, but I certainly understand. They did have the poll rankings, as we talked about earlier, in terms of predicted order for the SWAC. It'll be interesting to see how that all shakes up. It is king to be uh, in Texas with basketball. It's hard to believe when you think about the football played around here, but hey, basketball is getting it done. You've always seen that at Texas Southern University, but over the last decade, yeah. Prairie View has gotten a mix. And Precisely. You know, at Texas two steps, boy, it's a heck of a road trip now. 
And then just when you thought you could shake it out of Mississippi about all that basketball team, they put their heads in the mix too as top three teams in there. So it'll be fascinating to see what it is. They play football in Florida, but we're questioning what they're going to do on the hardwood and basketball. See what's going on here. Picked on the lower side in the middle and lower part of the swag. We're going to introduce them some good basketball over here to be fascinating to see as the Texas schools actually go to the road trip to Florida and not to return. But let's get back into the poll rankings, HBCU huddle report, uh, top 10 rankings dropping out this week. One team, Delaware state Hornets three and three, they did not play, um, but they have a chance to make a big statement this week. We'll see what that looks like. But at number 10, Alabama A&M, they dropped two spots at number 10, three and three, one and three, uh, had a intriguing matchup with FAMU, had the game, they thought they did, not to be as FAMU, got it done coming from behind. At number nine, Alabama State Hornets, three and three, two and two, 21 points, they dropped two spots. Uh, they are trending in the wrong direction as they continue to fall. Somebody's falling out of that pole, you'd imagine, if not next week, certainly two weeks as you had a Magic City Classic as they had the head-to-head. At number eight, Southern Jaguars, three and three. They are the team that jumps in the poll this week, 25 points, 2-1, and one, setting up their top 10 matchup. At number seven, you have Tennessee State Titans. Big win in overtime. Three and three on the season as well, 1-1 one and one in the conference race, 43 points, moving up three spots. At number six, finishing out the bottom six, five teams of the is number six, North Carolina A&T State Aggies, three and three, two and one. They only fall one spot, 54 uh, points on the season. We'll see what that looks like. Let's get into the top five teams in the poll ranking. Alcorn State Braves, four and two, three and zero. Oh. Quietly, if, if there's such a thing, they found their way in the top five. They just continue to win after that opening season loss to North Carolina Central. Central has gone in the other direction, but A&T, I mean, Alcorn State, I should say, the Braves continue to win, and they're setting up some big matchups in the second half of the Western Division. We'll see what that looks like in a couple of weeks. At number four, Norfolk State Spartans, four and two, 70 points after a big win. And their homecoming wasn't enough in terms of attendance for old Coach Oldham. Oh, oh. At, <laughs> at number three, Florida a and points. He said, man. He said, I've been in some places where they appreciate football a little bit to get in the stands. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, you got a homecoming with uh, 50,000 in there, and then you got over there, he mad because they get 12,000. <laughs> what is that? Come on, no, bro. Don't do them like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and number three, FAMU, Florida a and Rattlers, four and two, three and one, 95 points. Remain at number three. They just continue to win. Big comeback. Uh, win for them to get it done as they see if they can find a way to get up the polls and make an argument for at-large bid to the playoffs if Jackson State continues to win. They still seeing what's going to go on in the East Division. Has Jackson State wrapped it up? We shall see. They still got a couple of rivals out there with Southern and Alcorn. At number two, Prairie View and them Panthers, 5-1, 4-0, four first place votes, 108 points. They set up that matchup, number eight, uh, Versus number two. So Southern has the number two team coming into the house for homecoming. Should be fascinating. At number one, you have Jackson State Tigers, 5-1-3-0, nine first-place votes. So they added a first-place vote after that big win, 115 points, remaining number one. I'm going to start with Mike this time. What are your thoughts in terms of the mid-major, I mean the major division, as Jackson State is number one for the third straight week after they have landed in that spot? Mike, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Nothing but uh... – 
two things. Alcorn State is slowly creeping up. They're that quiet yeah. assassin. Right at the beginning <laughs> of the year, when they lost, I said they will get it together. Uh, and they are getting it together slowly but surely. Now they are, they are setting up some matchups, but you can tell they were just rusty. Could tell they hadn't practiced. Now they got the stuff under their belt. So we'll see. And then uh, that 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 number two that that matchup at Southern is going to be very very interesting. So we'll see. But uh, the poll looks good. No issues whatsoever. Uh, the only thing is, remember at the beginning of the season, you asked <clears throat> who are the best three teams in the East? Who are the best three teams in the West? Mm. We're mid-year, past mid-year. How does that shake up based on what you asked initially, Dr. Camille? I was looking at that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to let Charles talk about the poll, and then we'll take a break, and we'll come back a little bit before we get into some of the matchups. I think that's a great question. We'll put a pin in it. I want to hear both of y'all thoughts in terms of the top three teams in each division, how it may have changed, and which division you're looking at is the toughest. And that should be fascinating dialogue because I can see an argument maybe the toughest two teams are in the East, but the top three teams in the West are overall a stronger competition than one and the other. So I, I want to see what direction you go. But Charles, first, go ahead and tell us about this top 10 poll. What are your thoughts? I know you continue to smile as your Tigers are number one for the third straight week. Uh, good time to be Jackson State Tiger fan, I guess. Yeah, very much so. I mean, Jackson State, uh, they're getting it done week in, week out, and that defense is smothering. Uh, you get one opportunity to score, and that's about it. You know, that's 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 what they're surrendering. You know, it is what it is. Uh, big shout out to Southern. Uh, huge he just saying it like that. Hold on. <laughs> get one opportunity to score. score. Wow. He going he gonna, he to drop it like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, they 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 just suffocate you out. You know that it it it, it, it is what it is. That is one. No, of but the, he said Jackson Stevens got that anaconda life. Hey, they and they you play. want none? Yeah, you don't want none, man. That's that anaconda defense. It, it is something else. But uh, shout out to Southern, huge bounce back win uh, over UAPB, and you know I got an opportunity to push them back off the ledge a little bit because they were chasing Jason the week before. So good good job Southern getting getting, getting the win in there. Uh, shout out to Coach Dawson Oles. Hey, he brings a different mindset. You know, you East Coast cats, hey, y'all need to get up off that, you know, halftime, band time, and all this stuff. He wants some seats in the stands, not out, not outside the stadium. Yeah, it can't be the greatest home coming on earth if you're outside the stadium. Cut that out. Come on inside the stadium now. So, 16, 16K ain't going to get it done. Come on, Norfolk State. I know you're a basketball powerhouse, but Coach Dawson Otis wants his fannies in the seats in, in Dick Price Stadium. So uh, shout out to Norfolk State, uh, get it done on homecoming. And like we've all mentioned, Alcorn, slowly but surely, quietly, they're getting it done week in, week out. That was a scary game, I thought, for Alcorn this week, going to Itabena, Mississippi Valley State. Valley, you know, playing much better football, and they went to uh, Mississippi Valley and got the win. That was a good win. Yeah, it was. And Valley played solid, just not enough. Couldn't turn those field goals into touchdowns, or it may have been even a little more interesting. Kudos, as you said, for the Braves. They continue to get it done. J-Mac wants to shout out and says, Charles is so humble right now. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Got a lot agree. of football we play. A lot of football we play. As I want to see what the lab lecturers, listeners say out there in regards to their thoughts, which of the divisions – uh, who are the top teams in terms of which division you're going, what direction? 
We'll answer that with these guys when we come right back after this break. Halftime. Let's get to it for the second half of the show. We'll be right back. Dr. Bill's inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Watch and Charles Bishop. Troy, you work here? I'm never not working. Like head and shoulder scalp shield technology, up to 100% dandruff protection, even between washes. Never not working. <laughs> never not working. Never, ever not working. Head and shoulder scalp shield, never not working. could be ran here myjbn.com backslash support myjbn.com backslash support for more information before we get in these two top 10 matchups in the mid-major one in the CIAA the other in the SIC great matchups so I do want to get into this but I do want as you tease that out a little bit uh, Mike uh, and I'm Going to ask you, what are your thoughts in terms of the question that you asked? Where you see the toughest side of the divisions right now in the sweat? So I think I think the two toughest teams, I think, as you mentioned, are in the East with FAM and Jackson State as evidence that the, you got the two best defenses uh, uh, in the SWAC. But we started out, my picks were, you know, we said in the West that you could have four teams, arguably. Well, one of those teams has fallen out. That's UAPB. They've kind of fallen off. I, I saw some chats saying they done cashed it in or something. Mm. But now uh, the team that's at the top in the West, at least right now, is PV. And I don't think anybody had PV, at least at the top, up to this point midseason. They still got Hold on. Sense. We got – I got to get this out. The producer back there, AD Drew, did. he did say it. He oh, AD Drew. Yes, you did. And it's yeah. on record. There was a quarterback. Nobody else, right? Yep, and I was, and I, I had concerns because we didn't know who their quarterback was. So fast forward, we're five, six games in the season, and now you got Alcorn slowly sneaking back up. You got PV sitting at the number one slot, and you got Southern. You know, so uh, it looks a little bit different, at least for me, than we <clears throat> came in. And then in the in the in the East, everybody was saying, "Well, A and M, they the champs till they knocked out." Well, guess what? Champ got knocked out. So. <laughs> So two weeks now, in a row. Two weeks in a row, they don't took the shot. So, you know, it looks a little bit different. 
Same couple of teams, but the, the complexion is a little bit different because we know a little bit more. We got a few more data points. No doubt. Them data points keep coming. And some what happens when you get those data points. Charles, what are your thoughts on this dialogue yeah, uh, here? My, oh, my, how things change in, in but a few months. I mean, uh, when we back when we was in the spring, Alabama A&M and UAPB were on top of the world, and now – we won't be able to find them come November. Uh, they, they will be playing spoiler uh, during the month of, of November. So uh, when you take a look at it, I, yeah, I definitely think I can agree with Mike that I think the top two teams are in the East uh, because of the defenses. Florida a and and Jackson State's defenses are tremendous. But I'm not going to sell Purdue's defense short either. I got an opportunity to see them up close. They are fast and physical. And, oh, my gosh, what a battle royale it's going to be uh, with Southern Prairie View and then all corn over the next uh, a few weeks. I mean, it's going to be tremendous. You get that first data point this weekend. Uh, homecoming, Prairie View, uh, Southern. Oh, man, I, that, that's going to pack out the place. It should be an easy 25000 uh in A.W. Mumford this weekend. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. But, uh, yeah, I, I think whenever you got uh, all corn and Southern, you, you know, Southern has to exercise those demons as well. So uh, there's going to be some fascinating football over the next few weeks, especially I think a lot of eyes will be over in that swag west. But it, it's just a lot of football to be played. It's a lot of football to be played, Dr. Bill. Man, I got to get these. We get into this matchup, man. These folks out here having a good time. I love the plan. Lonnie Shaw gets in here. Good job, JSU, for attendance at the home. Got to throw the little jab. Did they check COVID vaccine cards? Had to show you know, you know Lonnie. State. No, when, no, this is Mississippi. They show no vaccine cards. Y'all get it how you live. Hopefully, they vaccinated, but they not show no cards. Tempo. Regardless of the point, at this time, they were trying to get 50 plus thousand people in. Let me go to the Ricky Burton, he found a way to jab Southern. He said, oh, E.L., Alcorn, L, Jack State, L, FAMU, L, Grand, mess with you, Southern. Wow. He, 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 he wow. said he came with a game <laughs> coming out here. Woo. Well, let's get into it. We didn't tease enough. Richmond, Virginia. Covey Field, CIAA Saturday, October 23rd. High noon kickoff, number two, Bowie State Bulldogs, 6-1-4-0. At number eight, Virginia Union Panthers, 4-3-3-1. It's interesting how these top seeds uh, this week in a lot of the poll rankings are on the road. You'll see that refrain, and it's going to be interesting to see what does that look like. Can the top seed go on the road and get it done um, as you look at it? Because the next one, you have number three, Savannah State Tigers, 6-1-4-0, as they are at number four. Now, this is a lot closer uh, but Albany State Golden Rams 6-1-3-0. Some people may think Albany State should be ranked higher, but time of the year and things of that nature. But it is what it is. Let me start with you, Charles. Start with the Bowie State-Virginia Union-CIAA matchup in the Northern Division. Let me know your thoughts on this. Man, that's going to be a tremendous matchup. Bowie State on the road at, at Virginia Union. But uh, I, I just have seen Bowie State enough now to where uh, these big matchups don't bother them whatsoever. I mean, they, they continue mm -hmm. to uh, do what they do week in, week out. And uh, until someone can stop that potent offense with Bowie State and, you know, you buttress that with timely defense, I, I just think they're, they're too tough a team to beat right now. Bowie State, I, 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 will, I will give them the W on this. Yeah, shout out to Karen Griffin. October college football chess game is getting intense. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, very, very good point, Karen. Very good point. Mike, what are your thoughts in terms of this top 10 matchup in the CIAA country, Northern Division? 
Yeah, I got to go with Booby State. Just from the history, they're scoring 33 points a game. They're also number three in the conference in defense. So their defense is starting to step up. Um, I think they have a history. If you look at the last three or four years, uh, CB is right. They don't back down from, 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 from challenges. They, they're pretty good on the, on the center stage. So I, I see Bowie State coming away with this. Yeah, boy, you're talking about a major upset. We'll see. Virginia Union Panthers say, all right, we like this. Y'all think we playing? All right, we showed you what we did with Shawan. With that being said, let me go over here and stick with you, Mike, as I give a shout-out to Belinda Johnson, talking about fun season, no doubt about it. You have number three, Savannah State, at number four, Albany State, as we talked about earlier in the SIC. We're going to the east. Going to the east, my friend. Mike, what are your thoughts in terms of this SIC mid-major division game of the week? Boy, top ten matches. Woo, man. Uh, this this is a tough one. A tough one because uh, I believe Savannah State's on the road, correct? If I'm not, my computer's Yeah, going they're off. on the road. So they on the road. Like I said, that, if you got the lower seeds actually traveling on the road, you'll see that refrain. We see that in the major division where we'll get in the prayer view, the higher yeah. seed going on the road as well. So. Yeah. So normally if this was if this was in Savannah, I think I would edge Savannah, but I think this is one where, oh, I think that this is ripe for an Albany, Albany state uh, victory. Albany. Um, so, you know, their defense is, is really stepping up. And and their their offense is 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 kind of fluctuated at times, but I gotta say all I gotta pick Albany State on this one at home. Charles, coming to you. Uh, million dollar million dollar matchup: Savannah State's run offense versus Albany's uh, run defense. I you know, and this is a tough one, but I I gotta go with the home team and the home cooking on this one. I, I like yeah. uh, when you're playing at home and, and and you get the crowd into it. And when that 12th man kicks in, that could be the difference in the game. So I'll, I'll go with Albany on this one. With that, take our last break as we get in the fourth quarter. We're getting the major division matchups. I'll tell you now. We're going to talk about when we come back. First, we'll go to MIAC. MIAC is full slate of games this weekend. We have number four, Norfolk State Spartans, as they go on the road to an unranked Howard Bison. Uh, we'll talk about that matchup in the MIAC. In Washington, D.C., and then we go to the game that everybody wants to talk about this week. Top matchup at the major division is in the SWAC. Number two, Prairie View and the Panthers going into number eight, Southern Jaguars. It is homecoming. Both of these are homecoming matches uh, between uh, Howard University celebrating their homecoming as well as Southern. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this break to give you a breakdown on all things uh, me and SWAC. Dockerville's inside HBC Sports Lab. Stick with us. We'll be right back after. Quick break. Oh, that spin class was brutal. Well, you can try using the Buick's massaging seat. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Can I use Apple CarPlay to put some music on? Sure. It's wireless. It's something we all like. Okay, hold on. What's your Buick's Wi-Fi password? Buick Envision 2021. Oh, you should pick something stronger that's really predictable. That's a really tight spot. Don't worry. I used to hate parallel parking. Me, Me too. Hey. Really outdid yourself. Yes, we did. The all-new Buick Envision, an SUV built around you, all of you. Industry was hurting, but I didn't bandage the rope. Now I got too sick with it. Now we done found us. Here comes Monmouth. Now they come in at North Carolina A&T for homecoming. Advice to Monmouth for homecoming at A&T. Leave the band at home. You can get, just get the whole twenty minutes. 
to A&T. With my powers and knocking the pitches down. Trying to teach you business first and put your pitches down. Major. Itchy. Squirmy. Scratchy. Family not getting clean? Get Charmin Ultra Strong. Go get them. It just cleans better. With a diamond weave texture, your family can use less while still getting clean. Goodbye, itchy squirm. Hello, clean bottom. (laughs) (laughs) We all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slow Burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. <laughs> this is Dr. Bill inside the HBC. Uh, man, these folks doing these breaks, they cut up on you. Uh, <laughs> Mike talking about me doing Shout out to the real Dean, Dean Brown Burton says, what's up, Dr. Bill? Glad to see you. Yo, much love. Shout out to you. Uh, Michael D. Jones, congrats to all foreign women, as well as the JSU men winning the one SWAT cross country championships. They shout did out that. Got Mark yeah. Shout out, shout out to them. Thank you for making sure we got that out there. Good point. Let's get into it. Let's go into the MEAC. Number four, Norfolk State Spark. Four and two on the road again. They are into hostile territory, but they're ranked to an unranked team, Howard Bison. Let me start. What do you talk about in this matchup here? Uh, I think Dawson Odoms has brought uh, uh, his brand of football to the MEAC. Uh, I think uh, when you have a quarterback such as, as, as Pooty, I, 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 it's going to be tough. I, I, I really like Norfolk State going forward. I think everybody in the MEAC, uh, that, that matchup going forward is going to be Norfolk State versus South Carolina State. I expect Norfolk to go in and get the win at Howard. Mike? Yeah, to me, it's, no, I, I, I'd be surprised if Norfolk State wins this game. So Coach Odom's going to have them ready. Oh, by the way, Norfolk State, Number one in scoring offense, 34, uh, 34 points a game. Howard, 18 and a half points per game. Scoring defense, Norfolk State's like number three. Total offense, Norfolk State's number one. Total defense, Norfolk State's number one or number two. Rushing offense, Norfolk State, you get the hint. You get the picture. Enough data points say that Norfolk State is going to come victorious unless they have a colossal mess up against Howard. I like Howard. I like Howard's coaching program. I wouldn't be surprised than what people think. I do agree that Norfolk State will, Spartans will get it done, but I'm a little closer matchup than many things. Shout out to Willie Alex Hines. Good evening. Just got finished running those errands. We know it. CIAA invading the lab once again. Appreciate you. Let me stick with you, uh, Charles, as you talk about this top 10 match. Prairie and the Panthers. 5-1-4-0 at number eight, Southern Jaguars, 3-3, and 2-1. Uh, both teams playing well in terms of Prairie View. Also, late Southern Jaguars made a big statement. They are at home, and it really has given Prairie View problems over the years. So a lot of people thinking Prairie 
Same old Prairie View. Anything different to you this year, Charles? Well, when I last took took a look at this Southern defense, when it went up against uh, quarterback and Andrew Body, and, and Andrew Body carved them up uh, uh, with Texas Southern, uh, the Southern pass defense concerns me. And now you got Juwan Pass coming in this weekend, the bevy of receivers, and Damian Brooks coming out of the backfield. Uh, that Prairie View offense can be very, very scary. And 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 Prairie View has defense this year. Uh, I look for Prairie View to go in to Baton Rouge and get the win on homecoming. Uh, Southern's defense, they're number seven in the league, and I think uh, those deficiencies will get uh, shown this weekend. Mike, coming to you, saving it for you to talk about this top ten matchup. Charles said defense of Prairie View will travel. What are your thoughts in terms of this yeah. matchup? <clears throat> yeah, I th- I think this is that big horse for Coach Dooley. You know, if, if you look at him, this is that big one for him to finally get over that hump with Southern. But if you look at it, I agree with Charles. You know, if you talked about defense and Jackson State and Florida A&M or FAMU, one and two. Guess who's number three? Yeah. Of you. Defense yeah. travels. And then if you look at where Southern is, total defense, CB alluded to it. They're like number six or seven. Uh, and then if you look at where they are against passing – they're, they're somewhere at number six or seven. Guess what Prairie View has? A good passing attack. So they seem to struggle against good, versatile quarterbacks. So I give Prairie View the slight edge on the road. However, you can't that, – that southern hostile crowd has to be a factor. But I think this is the one where Prairie View finally gets over the hump. I think that win at, at Bethune woke them up a little bit. They're going to shake off the kinks. You talk to Coach Dooley. I think he's ready. He's getting his team geared up. We talked to Treshawn Smith. I think the team has it in focus. So I think this is the one that they finally get over that home. In is, that Southern. A, is that a nighttime kickoff in Baton Rouge? They, they moved it to 6 o'clock. Oh, ooh, I know. nighttime in Baton Rouge. They moved, I think they moved it from 1 or 2 in the afternoon to 6. I didn't know it until we were looking on uh, – Joe and I were uh, in, in Jackson, and we happened to look at them. Oh, they moved this to a six o'clock game. That's going to be a hostile atmosphere. Yeah, that's going to be a hostile yeah. atmosphere. So that's the one factor that I, it goes, it weighs in Southern's favor, of course. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to Lonnie again. He got jokes all the day. He talked about the lad got more interruption than A's defense is past. The offense is we against Kennesaw State. Yeah, Aggies. Uh, did not get it done. Let's win that matchup a little bit uh, when you talk about the fact that the A's got shot up, shut out 14 to 0. Just a quick rewind because uh, it surprised me that not necessarily lost, um, even though I picked them to win that game. Uh, I could understand that they would lose in that, but the way they lost uh, has to be concerning uh, to some Aggies out there in terms of getting one shutout, uh, but not looking good in the framework in different areas of the game. I'll stick with you, Mike. Tell me your thoughts in terms of that past game between Aggies and, if you would, Kennesaw State, a top 20 team. Yeah, I, I guess I, I, I want to say I had picked Kennesaw State to add, add it up. I didn't think North Carolina A&T would do I think they went scoreless, I believe, right? They didn't put any yeah, points on the board. Yeah, they didn't put any points on the board, which was surprising to me. North, uh, the, uh, the Aggies have a pretty good offense. I thought it at least muster up some points on the board, uh, but unfortunately, none. So, But I'm not surprising that they lost. 
Um, Kennesaw State is a top 20 team. They've been in the top two or three in the Big South for the past couple of years, I believe, or at least two of the last three that I can see. So I'm not surprised about the loss, just the fact that they couldn't put any points on the board. With that, let me go to you, Charles. Everybody says they want to the Jack State Tigers. Do they really want that right now? Uh, what were your thoughts in terms of that matchup? <laughs> just well, outside I, I, If I'm not mistaken, I think NT did drop a couple passes in the end zone. But, again, you, you're playing a tremendous uh, program at Kennesaw State. Uh, I, I did not see a shutout coming. Uh, I thought it was going to be a good game that could go either way, but uh, definitely not a shutout. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I think, you know, uh, A&T will bounce back uh, in, in Big South competition this upcoming week. But uh, that was a tough loss, tough loss to, uh, to Kennesaw State. And it was one of those data point losses that I think a lot of A&T fans were really looking at to, you know, you know, see if the, this team has arrived, if you will, in the Big South. So uh, tough loss. Yeah, you talk about – and they also had a fourth down that uh, was interesting to me. And you know when people bring you to the league, not that you like it this way. Yeah. They had a fourth down <laughs> where they brought – they looked like they got it. Oftentimes it was so close they just eyeball it like first down. And they brought out the chains. It was just short. They were like, nah, yeah, it's – Then the next series, similar type of play was – they looked at it, eyeballed it, and be like, yeah, first day. <laughs> yeah, I know. Woo! Got it. Welcome I to the Big South. Welcome. <laughs> wow. Now, where it really gets good uh, this weekend is they go on the road to Hampton. You know, another HBCU rival in terms of that. But, obviously, this is a game they believe they're going to bounce back and get it done. Yeah. I'm about really uh, similar where you're talking about Southern getting off the edge. You want some Aggies on? Let them find a way and they lose to Hampton Pirates. It will get oh, really crazy oh. after really fast. But yeah. with that being said, let's get back into it. We'll drop in a little more as we get into some of our uh, independent matchups, our classic, which will actually games. And we'll take a deeper dive and ask for you all to actually give your going to win this weekend. Tune in and see us again on Tuesday, um, Thursday, listening to Inside HBC Sports Lab. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends. I am Dr. Kenyatta, the Dean of HBCU Sports, coming from inside the lab. HBCU Sports with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. I hope you enjoyed the show. Again, we want to thank Dr. Bill's inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop every Tuesday at 6 o'clock, as well as Sunday at 9 as we break down the week that was. Or to next week as we discuss the latest news in the lab, meaning next Thursday. Follow me, Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's D-R-K-E-N-Y. A-C-A-V-I-L, inside the HBC Sports Lab 1 on Facebook and YouTube, inside the HBC Sports Lab, excuse me, on inside the HBC Sports Lab 1, that's Twitter, dream big and continue, we will talk with you soon, Charles? Of course. Lecture. Dismissed.